Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And welcome back, folks, here to Johnson Fieldhouse as we get set for basketball between the Blue Golds and the Blue Devils in the, on the men's side of things here tonight. And the women's game already done, and the Blue Golds uh, they went right past the Blue Devils here tonight, winning by 30. And so uh, we forget that one, and we head on to the men's game tonight. The Blue Golds come in 8-7 overall, 0-4 in conference play. They are 4-5 on the road so far this season. Stout comes in 6-9 overall this season, 0-4 in conference. They're 5-4 here at Johnson Fieldhouse and uh, are hoping to uh, get things going in the right direction. We talked about the four-game, now five-game winning streak that Eau Claire has against Stout on the women's side of things. On the other side for Stout, Stout uh, has uh, lost the last eight games between uh, these two programs. So there's a little bit more history in this rivalry, Jake. This is the 221st meeting between these two programs. Stout is 93-127 and 127 all-time against Eau Claire. Uh, relatively even for that for that many. When you're over 200 games played between two schools, a lot of times you see disparity. You know, maybe 30, 40, 50 years ago there was a long run for one team or the other. Um, it's not that big a, a gap. It's been a really great rivalry over the years, and you've seen, you know, the men's teams face each other often throughout the years, and, and there's really, I mean, when these two teams are clicking and playing really well, there's not a better rivalry in the WIAC. You no, know, this, uh, this Eau Claire squad back in the uh, the early 70s when a guy named Anderson showed up, things turned around in a hurry for the Blue Goals, and for about 20 years, things were uh, out of hand as far as Stout and Eau Claire was concerned. Coach Minch had his hands full with everybody but Eau Claire. It was, a, it was tough going. Then uh, this Platteville thing showed up, and then there was this thing over in Stevens Point. And now, well, who is it? Eddie uh, said when he first came to Stout many years ago, said that uh, the days of the Eau Claire dynasty are over. And I think they are, because boy, you've seen Oshkosh come, you've seen Platteville come back, Whitewater's right there with them. And uh, hey, uh, what's your record? Nothing and nothing. And that's what these two squads are. I, having Eau Claire get Ben Wittis back in this neck of the woods is huge for Eau Claire. I just got a feeling that uh, I, I really liked Wittis when he was up in Ridge Lake with uh, uh, with his Ellenson kit. But this Wittis, uh, boy, he's a beautiful, beautiful ball player. Yeah, you know, he, a solid player. Again, transfer transfer from Carroll. And, and, again, a guy who can really kind of add something to that oh, team. And they awesome. need it because, you know, not only the Blue Devils need to win. We can talk about that in a minute. But certainly this Blue Golds team and this program, the men's side of thing, really been trending up the last two or three years, Jake. And, you know, we've seen them last year a lot kind of dance around in the uh, top 25. Didn't make the tournament, didn't make as deep of a 
a run as they wanted to in the WIAC conference tournament, didn't make the NCAA tournament, and they want you know they want more. They want to increase and, and move the program forward in, in, in a step. If this is a team now, they started out 0-4 in the conference. We talked about it, right, that this early in conference season, you can't put a whole lot of stock in the standings. There's still plenty of time when six out of the eight teams make the WIAC tournament. But if the Blue Golds don't make the tournament this year, I mean, that's a setback for the program, just as it is for any other program. And so Stout's in the same boat. You know, they need, even after making as a sixth seed last year, Stout, playing Whitewater in that first round of the tournament, they need to go on a little run to get things going. And, and, and no one no one cares if you got the injured guys, if the John Keeps of the world are out, if, if, if you know, whoever else doesn't make the team is out, if Keegan Dixon, who had been out for all that time, was out. No one cares about that, right? They just go out and play every night, and, and there's no uh, sympathy for any team. And so both teams kind of facing the same thing. You know, you don't want to set your program back by now going 0-5 and then making it even a diff more difficult upward, uphill path to try to get in the WIAC tournament. Anything can happen in tournament time. Stout proved that with John Moraski a few years ago when they went right to the final against Flatville, put Flatville in overtime, and then Flatville wins the national championship. So it's a, it, it, it's a simply a matter of eight. Every night, just like Eddie says, every night, it's nothing and nothing. You know, this team does in uh, Eau Claire have some good wins on the season. Uh, maybe their biggest win was a win in an exhibition game against D2 Winona State, the first game of the season. They went up and uh, knocked off uh, Winona down there by five points, 81-76. to 76. That was kind of a, a shocking win. Everybody thought, okay, hey, maybe the Blue Wolves are for real. They didn't get the regular season going as well as they wanted to, but certainly have the talent, and, and we'll talk about them here as we go through the starting lineups for both sides. A little bit of a surprise in the starting lineup for Stout, which we'll talk about in a moment as well. Let's start with the visiting Blue Golds, though, here on the Bob and Steve's BPM Echo Shop now pregame show. And a special thanks to Dan Price, our producer, back in studio. Chris Duff will start. He is a Ford 6'5", 186 senior from Walker, Minnesota. He is first in the league in points per game. He's also first in the league in three-pointers made per game. He averages just over three made per game. He averages 17 points a game. George Diekelman is the guard, 6'3", 195 senior from Stevens Point. Seems like Diekelman's been there for about eight years rather than four years. He's been uh, playing really well for them really throughout the years. And now he's second in the league in points per game at 16.1 on the season. He and says they say he's a senior. <laughs> right. He got he kind of has one of those uh, those seniors you see at the D1 level. It was Aaron Kraft I think who played for Ohio State. I felt like he played there for 10 years yeah, by the time died. he graduated <laughs> as well. Cole Rabideau is the other starter guard, 6 foot sophomore for Paulsbo Washington and North Kitsap High School. Ben Wittes is a newcomer. He starts as well. He's uh, again the 6 foot junior from Rice Lake. This will be his third start, his fifth overall appearance in a game for the Blue Golds and Dan Beckett is the other starter. He'll be the forward inside, the 6 foot 7 senior out of Lana Lakes, Minnesota. Minnesota uh, and Northern State transfer there as well. So that's the starting lineup for the Blue Golds. Again, uh, I haven't heard any change on this, so we do believe that Kevin Strumpel will start tonight for the Blue Devils. He is the freshman from 6'8", 205, forward slash center out of Masonville, Louisiana. He really struggled in against that game against Whitewater. He didn't quite know how to defend some of their big players inside, so we'll see if he's able to get things going in the right direction. He will keep things tonight. physical. And you'd assume that Keegan Dixon will come in and relieve him relatively early in the game as well. But Dixon's still not quite at the point where they want to start him yet. Zach Dahl is back after uh, being sick this weekend. He's back in the starting lineup. The guard, six foot two, 200-pound junior from Buffalo, Minnesota, averaging just 10.9 points per ball game. Isaac Elliott had a 24-point outing against Whitewater his last time out. That was one point under his... Uh, 
career high against Colorado College back in November. He's a guard, six foot two, 185, senior from Stevens Point. Sam Ortman is a guard, six foot two, 205, senior from Buffalo, Minnesota, averaging 11.6 a game. And the freshman phenom so far this season, I think he's probably the biggest story for me on the season, Jake, is Joe Duty. He's a guard, six foot three, 185, freshman from Adams Friendship. He has had a great season so far. He's one of four players for the Blue Devils who are averaging in double figures scored 11.1 points a game. And as a freshman, he does not play as a freshman out there. He looks like at least a sophomore, if not a junior, out on the court. I mean, just very, very good presence about him. He knows what's going on and, and just a fun player to watch. Yoni with that uh, man... Man bun. Man bun, yeah. We're going to get you a man you know, bun, Yeah, Jake. right, yeah. <laughs> I could use one. Judy uh, knows one thing. I got the ball, there's a bucket, and it's going. If I'm going with it, it's going. In the hole. Those are the, starting, got a good one. those are the starting lineups tonight. Eddie Anderson, his 18th season at Stout, his 29th year in college basketball, 209 and 232 here at UW Stout in his 18th season. Matt Cyberling picked up his 100th win a few ball games ago. He's in his sixth season, and he is 103 and 93 as a head coach in college and 74 and 90, or pardon me, 69 at UW-Eau Claire on the season. Well, here are the starting lineup series. There'll be no national anthem, so we'll just keep it here for the start of tonight's ball game on the men's side of things this evening. So, uh, again, we appreciate you being along with us here tonight. Uh, give you a quick look at the other scores from around the WIAC men's basketball. It's 53-36, to 36, Platteville over Oshkosh, 8.27 left to go there. Most of the games, in fact, all the other games, started at 7 o'clock tonight. This is the only doubleheader in the league this evening. It's a good one there between Stevens Point and Whitewater. They're down at Ketzel Gymnasium. Stevens Point has a 2.58-56 lead over Whitewater with 7.38 left to play in the half. That'd be a bit of an upset going on the road to Whitewater, ranked uh, in the top 10 once again this week. Lacrosse is leading 46-39 over River Falls. 10.04 left to go in their ballgame. That's the men's side of things. Again, in women's basketball tonight, the WIAC. It's Eau Claire who beat Stout earlier tonight, 94-62. It's River Falls all over lacrosse, 72-49, with 4.15 left to play in that ballgame. Whitewater is leading 49-38, with 9.13 left to go in the fourth quarter of that one on the women's side. And the other women's game to uh, speak of, 61-38. Oshkosh with the lead over Platteville at Colf Sports Center. So those are your scores from around the league. As we've heard the sportsmanship announcements and the uh, starting lineups. Good crowd on hand, great. Uh, Jake, not as, as good as I thought it would be. I thought there might be a few more folks out tonight. We might get this place a little bit more packed. We'll see, though. I, I got to imagine that Zorn on the 31st, when they play the, the second doubleheader, will be packed just because students will be back at campus. Yep. And it'll be a little bit more of that uh, yep. kind of on-campus environment, I guess. You got that right. And there won't be any kids, the juniors, the little ones. Yeah, the, little, the little dribblers with the folks to come out. Yeah, today is Youth Day, and uh, here tonight uh, they handed out, I believe, 100 T-shirts to the youth. It said, uh, was it Future Blue Devil or something like that on the shirts? Kind of a cute shirt they were giving away, and I believe they're giving away more of those shirts uh, at the, is it the hockey game? No, gymnastics meet on Friday night, so another chance to come out to Johnson Fieldhouse and check that out uh, for another youth day. I believe they've got 50 more of those to give away on Friday night as well. Again, our next ball games, our next broadcast will be Saturday. We'll have the women's team against River Falls here at Johnson Fieldhouse at 245. Then we'll immediately head out to the new arena at River Falls and bring you the men's game, Stout versus River Falls in that one. And uh, that's kind of our upcoming slate. Now, uh, what are the two best teams, Jake? I'm going to quiz you here while the uh, pregame video is going on. The two best teams in Division One in the West Coast Conference. Do you know? 
I'm putting you on the spot. Texas Tech. Nope. And yeah, forget <laughs> forget that forget that Lawrenceburg thing. Oh man, the best two teams of the West Coast Conference Kansas over the years: State, Saint, Saint and Mary's Tucson. and Gonzaga. Two great teams. We're going to have that ball game tomorrow night right here on Newstalk WMEQ. That is a great great rivalry. 7:45 pregame from West, go, Westwood I'll, One. I'll go Zags. You go Zags on that. Although they are ranked, I believe 13th, something like that in the nation. They're not doing too bad. This season, we'll have Badgers hockey coming up on Friday as well. They're going to be taking on Notre Dame. 6 o'clock pregame for that here on Newstalk WMEQ. As we mentioned, the two stout games on Saturday. We'll also have Bucks basketball Saturday night after our uh, Blue Devils-Falcons men's game. That'll be taking on the 76ers and Joel Embiid. There's another Jayhawk for you who's been playing pretty darn well on the season. And then on Sunday, we have the AFC and NFC championship games. Pregame coverage starting at 1 o'clock. So be ready for uh, all the great action there. We will not be able to bring you the uh, Paul Allen, K-Fan, Minnesota Vikings radio network broadcast due to Westwood One and NFL broadcast restrictions. So we'll be bringing you the Westwood One broadcast. But Kevin Harlan's on the on the uh, call. And that, he's not he, bad. He's uh, Well, and he's got a little Minnesota connection, having, yeah, yeah. having done all those years with the Timberwolves as well. So um, it's not a, not a bad guy to have on the call if you're a Vikings fan there from Lincoln Financial Field. And... Uh, Philadelphia. So it should be a great weekend of sports. We hope uh, you tune in all uh, weekend and all week long as well. And the big guy gets the start. It is Strumple who uh, will be in there for the Devils. They want him maybe taking the tip out there against uh, either Duff or Beckin, whoever they end up uh, going with. My assumption is Beckin and it will. Stouts in the white uniforms moving from left to right. The blue numbers, blue golds in the blue uniforms, white numbers, gold trim. They move from right to left. Reverse it if you're watching on the video stream tonight at uh, athletics.uwstout.edu. We're ready for basketball, and we uh, hope that you're ready to. Ted Kreese, Brad Emanuel, and Brett Sfor are your officials tonight. And here's a little alley-oop play to Strumple. Oh. He got fouled. He didn't call it. Well, on the other end, looked like Strumple got grabbed inside by Wittes. They set up a play right out of the tip, and they almost got With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, Protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Trouble on the alley-oop. Wow. Here's Diekelman now into the front court. There's a way to start a ball game. It didn't get a bucket, but it was a fun way to start nonetheless. Wittes on the right wing. It's guarded by Dahl. Now Wittes hands it off for Rabideau. Rabideau now to the right elbow. Hangs in the air. Fires from two. No good. Skying for the board. Joe Duty wearing the number 13 jersey tonight. First out. Comes Isaac Elliott into the front court. Up to Dahl. Right wing to Ortman. Ortman wanting to have a good bounce back game after a tough one against Whitewater this past weekend. In the right corner to Dahl. Dahl back in there as well. Ortman in the left short corner. Looking to drive in. Looking to drive. Back down Duff with the left hand. High, high off the glass. It is. That's what Ortman needs. 
confidence on that first shot. A little pressure in the backcourt as well from the Devils. Dahl putting the pressure onto Wittes. Wittes picks up the dribble. Left wing now for Beckett. Beckett back out to Wittes. High left. High left now moves out between the circles. Dribbles right side for Diekelman. Diekelman guarded by Dahl. High right on the Dewey Mint signature. Now over to Beckett. Beckett now left wing to find Wittes. Wittes with nine on the shot clock. Left blocked to Duff. Duff, turnaround jumper over Strumple and he hits it. Don't mind him taking that shot, I think, if you're the Blue no, Devils. That's not a bad shot to give up. 2-2 the score. A minute and a half in. Sam Ortman high left. Now off for Elliott. Elliott thought about the NBA three. Passed it up. Strumple now. Ortman right side to Duty. Duty looking to post up Dahl inside. Back up top to Ortman. High left for Elliott. To Strumple in the left corner. Passes inside to Duty. Duty trying to back down. Jumper left baseline. Front iron no good. Strumple can't get the board. That was off of the Eau Claire Blue Golds. It is. Strumple went for the tip, but he didn't really make contact with that or with the body. And it went off the Blue Golds. It'll stay with the Blue Devils out of bounds. Here's the move that you knew was coming. And it is Dixon who checks in for him. And so you saw them try to run that play as they get it into Ortman. Their left block on the inbounds from the baseline. Picks up the dribble. Now duty on the right wing. New shot clock here, so plenty of time. Dahl backing down his man. Now with the ball fake, needs some help. Keeps the pivot foot back out to Ortman. Ortman left side to Duty. Duty bounces into Dixon, the newcomer. Again, back in after that injury. Yeah, started yeah, Against yeah. Uh, Whitewater. Turn around in the lane. Off the window and in. And Dixon, who averages 8.8 a game, that's makes why it 4-2. to two. That's why we missed. That's what we missed. He's good. And they break the press here. Duff gets it up to Diekelman. Diekelman, no look pass left side. Oh, Beckin might have traveled with it. Picked it up right side. Now wing for Duff. Duff back left side now. Wittes. Wittes thought about the three. In the post to Beckin. He goes. Backing down Dixon. Little uh, two-man game. And he lays it off nicely for Rabideau off the window. It's 4-4. Shot play. 17-33 left to go in the first half. Ortman with the basketball here for Stout. Good. Kind of back and forth play so far from both teams. Dahl to Ortman. Out on the right wing. We Ortman. Inside to Dixon. Dixon backing down his man. Goes up with the right yes. hand. Off the glass. That is a tough, tough shot over Beckett. We've seen that already. Six to four stout. And they break the press quickly. Here's Wittes. Wittes, no look pass right short corner. Off for Beckett. Beckett that gets covered by Dixon. Out to Duff. Guarded by Ortman. Man-to-man -man defense here. You can see Dahl's kind of laying off his man who's Rabideau, trying to help out. Now they kick it out to Rabideau. He pops the three, and he rattles it in. He didn't have a great handle on that when he went up. That's a good recovery to make that three. It's 7-6, to six, Eau Claire. He set himself. Did the job. Comes Ortman now with the basketball off from Duty. Looking for Duty left wing. 16-40 left to play here in this first half. 7-6, to six, Eau Claire. Left corner for Dahl, he backs down his man to the left baseline, out to Elliott, ball fake, now for the free throw line, looking for the step back jumper, not there, Workman, right wing three is oh. too strong, offensive board for Dahl, Dahl almost had it poked away, then he was fouled going up by Wittes, and it will be two shots coming with 16-23 left to go in the half. That's a great matchup, Wittes on, or on no, no. good match. Zach, Zach Dahl on the season, 86% free throw shooter. The Blue Devils are third in the league in free throw shooting percentage at 72%. As he bends the knees, flexes the wrist, the free throw on the way is good. Tied at seven. First substitute is Brandon Crispin. Comes in for Sam Orman. And so again, tied at seven. 16-23 left to go here in the first half. Let me see Orman, or check it. All second Crispin. free throw, good. Crispin on uh, <laughs> Wittes, a couple of Rice Lake kids. Huh? Blue Golds have won six in a row in this rivalry. Yeah, a couple of Warriors up there. A little Big Rivers conference action. Mm -hmm. 
Helps when you play with a guy like Henry Ellenson, like some of these guys did. Here's a drive left side. That was Diekelman. Diekelman back up to the top. A long two on the way. Rattled in. Dan Beckett taking the long two-point jumper. A 35% shooter. And makes it 9-8. to eight. Blue goals. Zach Dahl off for Elliott. Ike Elliott, as they call him. Isaac Elliott. Here's Joe Duty on the right wing. They're going to get it into Dixon. Dixon guarded by Beckett in the right short corner. Backing him down on the baseline. Now moves out to the lane. Left-handed hook shot. Wow, what a shot by Dixon. Can you tell that the Blue Devils missed him when he was out with that injury? Oh, you got it. 10-9, Stout. Blue Gold's taking their time here to inbound. Duff waiting, waiting, waiting. Getting it into Dieckelman right in front of the Blue Gold's bench down to our right. And now a little bit of pressure here. Dahl putting some pressure on. Dieckelman picked up the uh, dribble, rather. Had to get it up quickly in the front court to Wittes. Wittes drives right baseline, now bounces it in the corner. A left corner three, too strong for Rabideau. And an offensive board for Beckett. Nice job. He came in from the blind side and had that rebound. Beckham gives Diekelman a screen. Screen then uh, switches off on Dixon. Now left wing, and Blue Devils are all out there on defense. Here's a three from the left corner. No good. Joe Duty skies for the board. Beautiful. Got the inside blank. Rabideau took that three. Here's Duty. Oh, loses the dribble. Now scoops it up. Needs some help. Off for Elliott. 22 seconds on the shot clock, plenty of time. 14.50 left to go here in the first half. Duty at the top of the key with the ball fake to the right elbow. Spin move, hangs, fires. No good, front iron. Rebound, blue goals. He had uh, some stout traffic in front of him, so he was a busy boy trying to get away from people. Duty, that is. 14.35 left to go first half, 10-9, stout. There's Wittes on the weave, handing off for Rabideau at the top of the key. In the left corner, another three. This is from Beckin. Back iron, no good. That hit hard and bounced out hard as well. Doty knows how to get in front of some people on defense. Yeah, Duty with the board. Up for Dixon, back for Duty. Duty dribbles out between the circles. With 20 seconds left on the shot clock. Media timeout coming at the next whistle. There's a tip and a steal. Rabideau with good active hands, getting it away from Duty. In the right corner for Diekelman. Diekelman drives on the left baseline. Oh, a lot of contact inside. No call. Three from the right corner by Duff is good. 12 to 10, Eau Claire. Don't know if you had a call to travel or a, or a charge, but it looked like there was something going on there. There's Chrisman now to Duty. Over for Dahl on the wing. Back for Duty at the top. Now for Dixon at the free throw line. Waiting for a couple weave. Three guys going past him, and he passes up, moves left, and a foul called. Nice great, job. great nice. offensive play call there. <laughs> Beckin had to be put into a position to foul. He is called, and I believe that is, is that Beckin's second. Uh, we'll let you know when we come back. 13:41 left to play here in the first half. It's Eau Claire 12, Stout 10. Back after this, a new stock WMEQ. Welcome back here to UW Stout. It is 12 to 10, Eau Claire with the lead over Stout. It was the only the first foul on Dan Beckett in the ball game. Ben Wittes has the other foul for Eau Claire. And a couple newcomers to the lineup here for Eau Claire as well. And Stout bringing out now Adam Mackey, who's checked in. Dixon, Mackey, Chrisman, Dahl, and Ortman out there for Stout. And now for Eau Claire, we see our first Steve Christensen siding. Junior from Apple Valley. A couple others checking in as well for Eau Claire. Sean Miller, the guard from Waukesha. Here's Ortman in the left corner on the inbounds out of that timeout, that media timeout rather. Here's into Dahl on the post. Dahl likes to post up. He knows he's a little undersized. Picks up the dribble in the lane. They need to get it out of there. Now Dixon with 10 on the shot clock. Here's Dahl at the top of the key. Drives to the left elbow. Ortman's going to drive baseline. Goes up, reverse layup. Yep. No good. Oh. Put back by Bat. Mackey is no good. A rebound by the Blue Golds and a foul. Should have had that bucket. That was unreal. See if they get Mackey or Chrisman here. Yeah, they got Mackey for the foul. The reason you want to play, see uh, Dahl go low is uh, he's very well matched up by number 23, the kid from Rice Lake. Wittes 
That's a good match. They're both same size. Wittes will get the inbound here. Stout putting a little bit of pressure on. Now they're going to get after him. Mackey putting the pressure in the backcourt. Get it up forward here to Christensen, the 6'5 junior. In the right corner to Diekelman. Diekelman now bounces out on the wing. Finds it off, and now a whistle, and it's out of bounds. It's Stout. Sean Miller had it for a moment. The Kettle Moraine High School grad is unable to feel that one, and it's out of bounds to Stout. 12 to 10, Eau Claire leading. The 13.05 left to go here in the first half. Dahl, on the right side for Mackey. Mackey on the wing, bounces into Ortman. Ortman trying to back down his man. Ortman now bounces it out, finds Chrisman. Chrisman looking for Dahl, cutting across the lane. Instead, it's Ortman in the left corner. Dixon can shoot that three, passed it up. Passes into Mackey in the post. Eight seconds on the shot clock. Backs down his man, looking for the spin move, and he traveled. Yeah, they got him for a travel off the window there. He made the bucket. Looked like he kind of shuffled the feet, though. Might have jumped up a little bit there. Eddie Anders didn't like the call. That's a very good defense by Ben Wittes. He's uh, officials making a milking the cow symbol over there. I'm not sure what exactly that means, but there's a back. He got a hand on it, but couldn't get the steal. Now Wittes will scoop up the loose change off for Diekelman. Diekelman in the lane, and an offensive foul. Yes. Kind of laid a shoulder into Dahl, and Diekelman is called, and it'll be Stout basketball. Dahl on this side. Nice job defensively. Dahl will get out of there. We're going to see Doty back. Yeah, Joe Doty is in. <laughs> Eddie Anders is asking our opinion here. That's why I don't wear stripes that much. I try to keep away from stripes. And that uh, spin move down on the post. And uh, again, a lot of contact. So I think the officials may have been able to call a foul as well. As Ortman goes to Chrisman high left. Now for Mackey on the wing to Ortman in the left short corner. Looking for the shot. Now he ball fakes, goes in the lane, dribbles, right hand hook shot, no good front iron. Gets his own board, put back, rolls in. Atta boy. Tied at 12, 12 11 left to play here, first half. Actually, it's a, what, it was a third tie of the game. 2 4 and 12. Eau Claire into the front court. They come. Here's Wittes, bounces in the left corner. This is for uh, Cam Capers, who's checked in. Cooper's now into the left post to find Kajawa. Clay Kajawa from Greendale. Pardon me, from, yes, Greendale. Freshman. Now a jumper left wing is good from Wittes from two. And it's 14 to 12, Eau Claire. It's his first shot. A lot of lead changes, a lot of ties back and forth here to start. 11.40 left to play first half. Here's Dixon. Dixon getting a screen from Chrisman. Now moves right. Off for Duty in the right corner. Gives him another screen. Back for Dixon in the corner. He'll pop the three. That one front iron, no good. Didn't get much on that one, it seemed like. Might have had his shot affected. It's rebounded by Eau Claire. Hustling that thing. Time running, running down shot clock. 14 to 12. Eau Claire with the lead. Weave off right side for Sean Miller. Now a drive and a foul called here on the Stout on that drive by Wittes. See Strumple and Elliott getting set to check back in. Dixon and Chrisman checking out for Stout and Duff in for Eau Claire. Out goes Christensen for the Blue Golds. 14 to 12, Stout trailing Eau Claire here. 11, 13 left to go first half. Inbounds comes to Wittes around the perimeter left wing. Now right side for Miller. Miller guarded by Duty. Gets a screen. Nice screen set up there inside by Kajawa. Kajawa now in the right short corner. Trying to back down Duty. Boy, gave him a shoulder. And he goes off Whoa. the window and it might have traveled there as well. Eddie Anders wanting the call. Didn't get it. He's playing hockey. 16 to 12. Stout trailing Eau Claire. And they go in the post here to Elliott on the right side. 
Elliott with a step back jumper from two is nothing but nylon. He's got that shot certainly does Isaac Elliott. He can do that from three as well. He's our leader. Put some pressure in the backcourt here on Miller as he gets it across the timeline with four seconds to spare. 10.30 left to go here in the first half. It's Eau Claire by two. 16 to 14 as Wittes now dribbles out. Little give and go and he loses out of bounds. Style basketball. Trying to get it to Kajawa inside. Couldn't do Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. So now Decoman will check in and for Wittes. Wittes is going to sit down. That's a good, uh, good 10 minutes for the kid. Stout to inbound here. Adam Mackey with the basketball. And Eddie Anders wanting some consistency from the officiating, I think, is probably the uh, best way to put it. Is that the, <laughs> the call? 16 to 14, Eau Claire. Here's Joe Duty here on the right wing. Struppel at the top. Uh, Ortman over to Elliott. Elliott on the left wing looking for somebody inside. Instead, it's Ortman. He lost the basketball for a moment. Now recollects out at the B of the Blue Devils logo. Here's Struppel with 10 on the shot clock Three. to Mackey. And a foul call. They got Struppel for a moving screen. Strumpel was, uh, again, it's one of those freshman mistakes, I think. Just doesn't know when to set himself sometimes. You see that happen from time to time. With He'll Strumpel. keep things physical, that's for sure. Good movement away from the ball by the, by the Devils, but that time it was uh, Strumpel. <laughs> and we see Mackey in there with Duty, Strumpel, Elliott, and Ortman for Stout. Here comes Diekelman, who's checked back in. He's in there with Duff as well. This is Duff now on the left wing. Little two-man game. Finding with uh, Kajawa. They go inside. It's blocked out of bounds by Mackey. Nice job. Shot up by Cooper's there, and uh, Mackey whacks that one out of bounds into the third row of bleachers on that baseline. Doty was right in front of the side of him, but Mackey on the block. Back in, back in. Out goes Kajawa. Mackey out. In comes Dahl for Stout. 9.46 left to play here in the first half. It's Eau Claire by two. A great crowd on hand here. Not full to the brim, but certainly, let's say, two-thirds, three-fourths full. Jumper right baseline, no good. Strumpel clears the board inside. First out. Here's Ortman. Dahl was going to grab that pass, but it went through to Ortman. Now to Elliott between the circles. Thought about the ball fake there from a beyond area code range. Ortman now on the right wing. Bounces inside to Dahl, who posts it up again. In that right short corner, out to Strumpel. He's going to pop a three. Back iron, no good. Duff clears the board for Eau Claire. Maybe not the shots you want to see Strumpel take, but uh, he had the... Strumpel has made one this season. Yeah, he's, got, he, he's got the you range. No, he can. Just doesn't do it very often. Here's a step back left wing three by Diekelman. Too strong. Duty skies for the board out of nowhere. 16 to 14. Eau Claire with the lead. Duty between the leg. Bounce pass up for Elliott. That was... Uh, 
flashy, didn't result in much as Dahl now dribbles all the way in, takes some contact, layup no good, Duff with the board for Eau Claire. That one had to be. Good move by Dahl, just didn't finish. Diekelman now on the left wing. He moves right side of the lane, tries to go up on Strumple and a foul on Stout. I think they got before that duty. Yeah, duty with the uh, foul, and it'll be Eau Claire basketball. Or pardon me, uh, Eau Claire shooting two, rather, with Diekelman. Diekelman, a 75% free throw shooter. Eau Claire as a team is dead last in the WIAC in free throw shooting percentage at 68%. Number's gone down a few points as well in the uh, YAC season in those first four games as the first free throw is missed by Diekelman. Dixon checks back in for Strumple. 16-14 Eau Claire. We've been stuck on this score, Jake, for a good three, four minutes without any field goals from either side. 16-14, waiting for a point here from Diekelman. It's good. So 17-14 now as he goes one of two on the trip. 8.44 left to play here in this first half. Stout basketball, Dahl to Dixon, high right for Elliott. Ortman now between the circles, off for Dahl on the right wing. Dahl waiting, waiting, now Ortman open, ball fake, nice job, gets to the free throw line, takes the jumper, side of the rim no good. Oh, Dixon had position but didn't get the board. Beckin kind of tipped it to his own man, and it's a board for Eau Claire. Robideau was a man who came up with it, now up into the front court he comes. Here on the high left side, this is Diekelman. Diekelman now guarded by Dixon. They're switching out on topper, the Blue Devils. Into the right post they go, right short corner. Beckin trying to back down everybody, a three at the top. That from Kippers is no good. And Duty skies for the board. 17-14 Blue Golds, eight minutes left to play here in the first half. Duty's doing himself. Dahl entry pass into Dixon. He gets double teamed in the post, looking Take for him. the open man. It's, it's inside it. to Elliott, and the layup is good. Beautiful, he waited patiently for Elliott to make that move. Uh, when he got, when he drew the double, he knew somebody was going to be open cutting. 17 to 16, Eau Claire. Beekelman into the front court, little ball fake hesitation, hands off for Rabido. Now Beckin, that's after Coopers. Still waiting, waiting for somebody to get open here. Rabido now on the right side. Beckin's going to pop the three. That one with side iron, no good. Duty with another board. Boy, he's cleared a lot here early on. 17 to 16, Eau Claire, Duty. Into the front court he comes. Look for the behind the back dribble and <laughs> scooped it up. Got it to Elliott to Ortman. You go inside to Duty. He's being held pretty clearly by Rabideau. And that'll send us to another. But it's 17 to 16. Blue Golds lead, but Blue Devils will have the basketball when we come back right after this on News Talk WMEQ. And welcome back here to UW Stout. Johnson Fieldhouse, 17 to 16. Eau Claire with the lead over Stout. 7-13 left to go first half. And Jake uh, Stout has certainly held their own. Beautiful. So far, and, uh, you know, the great job by that Joe Duty. He's done a nice job on the glass. Again, they haven't quite shot as well. Both teams shooting, you know, okay, not great um, by any means. But I, I like Joe Duty so far as he's grabbed seven boards here early on. Tied at 2-4 and 12. 6-5 to five that last uh, between timeouts. Joe Duty's career high in rebounds was eight against Puget Sound in that tournament out in Spokane. So uh, he's got a, certainly has a chance to break that here today. Over there, over there. As Ortman with the inbounds reception over to Duty. Now for Elliott, 13 on the shot clock out of that timeout. Nice bounce pass into Dixon. Layup is good. Stout that, reclaims the lead 18 to 17. That play off of the timeout. Now Eddie Anders has been around long enough to know exactly how to draw those out of the timeout. 6.50 left to play here. First half, 18-17 Stout. 
Right short corner for Diekelman. Now he switches it left side to Wittes. With the ball fake, goes inside, finds his man, and the layup is good from Gajawa. And it's 19-18 Eau Claire. Another lead change. I mean, we got a good one going. Ortman into the front court. He comes. And that number 24 jersey, he gets it in the right corner. This is Elliott. Elliott up top to Duty. Duty looking to post up Ortman. Now they will get it to him. Oh, a little bit too far on the pass. Duff is able to get the interception. In the front court comes Wittes. He will go with the layup too strong off the glass, and Ortman gets the board. Blue Devils don't have numbers here. He's going to try to dribble this one out, gets it to Dahl. Here's Duty now. Oh, nice kick. Right corner. Three on the way. Elliott is in and out. Rebounds Eau Claire. Duff with it. Up to Rabideau, and they're going to slow things down to the Blue Goals. That three could have been a four. Yeah, that's a oh. one that Isaac Elliott almost always makes there in transition, in the corner, open, and that ball was halfway down. Now a turnaround jump shot here by Diekelman. Front iron no good, climbs over it. It's Elliott with the board. 19-18, Eau Claire with the lead. 5.42 left to play here in the first half. Duty high right, calling out the plays, goes to Ortman, now to Dahl. Dahl left side. I'm going to post up Dixon inside. Instead, it's Elliott at the top. Dixon just not with a lot of space with 13 on the shot clock. Duty. Now Dixon, left wing. Off for Dahl. Dahl moves to the top of the key. Inside to Ortman. This is a tough runner off the back heel. No good. Oh, Blue goes almost. Lost that one out of bounds. Rabideau tipped it to himself and almost fell out of bounds, but then he saves it into Wittes. Three defenders for Eau Claire on the rebound. 19-18 Eau Claire, 5.09 left to play here in the first half. Entry pass into Kajawa. Off the glass, no good. Dixon going for the board, and Kajawa fouls him from behind. That'll be the sixth foul on Eau Claire here in the half, so the Blue Devils will be shooting the bonus all the rest of the way. It's Mackey and Chrisman check back in for Stout. So that might have been the fifth foul. I might be a one ahead of myself there. It is the fifth foul. A couple more substitutions. Dan Beckin checks back in for Kajawa. Christensen also back in there for Eau Claire, along with Sean Miller. They stand in with Wittes and with Duff. Here's Sam Ortman with the basketball. Joe Duty now on the left wing. Trying to bounce it inside to Elliott. Elliott on the left baseline with the ball fake. Step back jumper. Here it is. Good. Boy, that ball fake got his so much separation from his defender. Makes it 20 to 19. Stout. Separated the offense. Separate the defense. Pick up the dribble now. Get it up to Rabideau. Gets it across the timeline with about three seconds to spare. Now between the circles. Left side. This is Christensen for the spin move left side of the lane. Didn't have much there. Had to pick up the dribble. Rabideau now right side for Miller. Miller entry pass into Beckin. Beckin being guarded by Elliott. Now gets double team. Switch it off on the right block for Rabideau. Rabideau now dribbles out to the right corner. Four on the shot clock. They need to take it. Miller with the wild three. Back iron no good. Offensive board for Christensen and the Blue Golds. And they'll slow it down and set up the offense. Long rebound of mystery. Christensen with the basketball. Entry pass is tipped away by Elliott. Trying to get in the right post of Beckin. And it will be 22 on the shot clock, 4.06 left to go in the half. Blue Golds basketball. Blue Golds to inbound here. And they'll get it all the way out up top to Beckon. Good job by the Blue Devils to kind of shut it down inside. Miller now on the left corner, trying to drive on Chrisman. Oh, it looked like he might have traveled. Nice job getting a hand. Ortman trying to save it back inbounds. He does up to Chrisman. Now a lot of contact, no call. Pass into the front court. Who's going to grab it? Wittes does. My goodness, we had a football match out at center court. Tight end. Here's a transition three on the way by Rabideau is hit. That is a big bucket to kind of calm the nerves. There had to be something out here, and I don't think the officials knew if it was a charge or a block. They just didn't know what to call. 
It certainly was a foul. We, I mean, no way it wasn't. I, I don't know who it was on as there's an entry pass from Ortman into Elliott, and he's fouled before a shot. Surprise, there aren't some bloodstains on that court. I mean, that was a contact. Oops, stop. And they're going to try to explain that one away. <laughs> but, uh, again, there's so much contact. It's one of those where, again, it was tough because Chrisman didn't really know much about it. Neither did the blue goal defenders. Just so much contact. And I guess they went with incidental contact. Maybe that was the way to incidental, put it. Incidental, yeah, it was. Chrisman in the left corner here backing down his man. Needs some help. Oh, takes his shoulder there. Goes off the window. No good. 22-20 blue goals as they get the board. Here's Wittes into the front court. Guarded by Duty. Well, this game is played at a high level. You can tell rivalry game, the Wyack. I mean, these are 0-4 teams, and they're playing hard. Is out on the left wing. Another three from Rabideau. That one off the front iron, no good. Crawled over, and it's rebounded by Duty. Oh, then Duty's pass is tipped. Oh, that should have been a travel. They didn't get the call. Now Wittes will, uh, as he collected himself, dribble it in the front court. Looked like something happened there. Christensen to Beckett on the left block. Backing down Crispin. Now back up to the top of the key. Here's Miller going to pop the three. Side iron no good. Foul on the Blue Golds on the board attempt inside. Think they got Christensen? No, they're going to get Rabideau for the foul. And that will send the Blue Devils to the line now for final 247 of this first half. <laughs> yeah, there's contact. Yeah, there's contact. Yeah, It's a big boys time. game. Oh, man. Yeah, you better be ready in there. It will be Elliott. There was a lot of Blue Devils in there. They probably could have picked about three different Devils to uh, send to the line, but it'll be Elliott to do so as Dahl checks in and Ortman going to check out. <laughs> Elliott at the line, a 72% free throw shooter. Is he that still is our leading scorer? 13th in the league in free throw shooting, and uh, yes, he is, 15.4 15. points a game. That's fourth yeah. in the league as well. Yeah. As the first free throw, front end of the one and one is hit. 20 Blair. 2.47 left to play here in this first half. Another tie coming. This has been fun so far. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Man. If you like close games. Yes, and non-contact sports. <laughs> Elliot with the second free throw, 2-2. Two two. If you're a fan of either side, you end up uh, kind of holding your head in your hands, your heart in your chest, your heart in your throat, I should say. Eau Claire with a basketball here, left wing for Rabideau. Rabideau being guarded by Elliott. They almost switched off on the screen, didn't. Now a drive in, a little scoop shot from Miller. Oh, he's short on the layup attempt. Rebounded by Mackey. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blue Devils have a chance to take the lead. Tied at 22. Joe Duty in the right wing. Crossover dribble. Now goes to the corner. Now bounces it inside. Looking for the turnaround there. Dahl. Left hand oh! scoop. Oh, wow. What a play. He had no idea. I mean, he knew where the bucket was, but he certainly didn't see it. That was all instinct and a nice shot. Put the ball on the glass. Rabideau checking out. He had two fouls after that last foul as well, as a point of note. 24 to 22, Stout. Mackey on the guarding duties here, and his travel is called on Duff as he was backing down Mackey, and it's Stout basketball. Not a big argument for Matt Cyberling down there, who's trying to coach his team up again, trying to bring this program back to the Ken Anderson days. and. Done a good job over the years that he's been there. He's bringing in you know, more and better recruits. There's, of course, all the uh, talk, Jake, of 
a potential arena in mm -hmm. Eau Claire as well. And that, that I'm sure certainly will be a big tool for his program, for whatever whoever else might end up playing in there. So until now, he's trying to do what he can with what he has, and he's doing a good job with it. But the Blue Devils have a two-point lead, 24 to 22. 150 left to play here in the first half. Mackey trying to enter the pass into Dixon, stepped out of there by Miller. Or probably by Christensen. Blue Devils ball in the right corner with 16 on the shot clock. That's not going to They help. set it back to 20. I don't know why. And the officials, are they going to? Uh, they're not going to change anything. Boy, they added four seconds to the shot clock and uh, got away with it. Here's Elliott. Uh, got bumped on the drive by Diekelman. And that will send Elliott back to the line for another one-and-one -one opportunity. And this is big, Jake. I mean, you hit your free throws here late in this first half. You can build yourself a nice little lead going into the halftime locker room. Sticking himself between two goals there. Nice job offensively, athletically. This is indeed a meet. Elliott and Dixon are the two leading scorers at the moment, each with eight points. The free throws in for Dixon. Or pardon me, for Elliott, rather. Gives him nine. He's three of four from the field as well. Dixon, four of five from the field in this first half. Stout out shooting Eau Claire, 41% to 36% from the field. Although Stout has not hit a three-point field goal yet, and they lead by three, 25 to 22. Eau Claire's went three of 12 from beyond the arc. Second free throw good as well, and they're going to give him the sub. Oh, they're going to give it to him. Orman's going to get that sub. Boy, he was a little late to the table, but they'll give it to him anyway as Mackey checks out and it's uh, two good free throws 26-22 Stout with the lead the Blue Golds women's team is uh, re-entering the arena they're going to take in the end of the first and most of the second half here as well Eau Claire into the front court Diekelman bounces off here near side for Kyle McDonald the junior from Cambridge Minnesota who's checked in uh, Cooper's now on the right side weaves it off for Diekelman Diekelman gets a screen from Kajawa, who flashes to the basket. Nothing there, though. Diekelman gets it out. A little miscommunication up top between Kippers and McDonald. Now a left wing three on the way is way too short there from Diekelman. Rebound for Duty, and Stout has it. Another chance to extend the lead. 113 left to go here in this first half. Duty leaves it off for Elliott on the right side. Now crossover dribble in the lane. Spin Good move. Hangs, fires, hits. <laughs> How about that shot from Mike Elliott? He's into double figures. 12 that, points now. That shows him Athletic move by Elliott. If Eau Claire does it right, they should get a two-for-one here at the end of the half. 28-22, to 22, and they're going to try for it. Duff right wing three. No good. Rebound by Elliott. Now Blue Devils could do it if they hurry here as well. They could take a timeout as well. they got the user to lose it here if they want. 42-41 left to go here in this first half. Here's Dahl over to Duty on the left wing. Between the circles to Ortman, right side for Dixon, trying to post up Dahl inside. Picks up the dribble. Ortman at the top of the key. Once again, 10 on the shot clock. Duty off for Elliott. Elliott will refuse the screen from Dixon. Step back jumper from three. Was blocked up top by Coopers. I heard the hand slap on that one. Yeah, it was definitely a loud sound there. And now it's Ziekelman into the front court. Shot clock off, 12 seconds left here in the first half. Stout by six. Right side of the weave, Cooper's now. And they hand it off for Duff. Duff trying to return pass for him, trying to take the three. Oh, looked like he traveled, but he held his foot off the glass. No good. Put back is. Oh, what a play there. McDonald, the tip at the end. Looked like he might have traveled there to Kippers out of the left wing, but uh, couldn't get the call. And that is the way the first half ends. 28 to 24. Stout with the lead over Eau Claire, heading to the halftime locker room. And, Stout really making a nice, nice showing of themselves here. And one of these teams, we said it, somebody's O has to go. And Stout 
putting in a nice bid for it here in the first half. We'll take a quick break, couple minutes, come back with halftime stats right after this on your home for Blue Devils basketball. Welcome back to Johnson Fieldhouse. Halftime of game number two of the night. It's Eau Claire trailing Stout 28-24 here on the men's side of things. We look at the halftime stats and for Stout, it was all Isaac Elliott in that first half. Four of six from the field, four of four at the line, 12 points for him. Stout didn't make a three-pointer in that first half, Jake. They were 0 of five from beyond the arc, but really got picked up nicely by Keegan Dixon inside with eight. Four for Zach Dahl, four for Sam Ortman. And Joe Duty doesn't have any points on the board. If he got a few here, he might be close to a double-double. He's already got nine boards in that first half. And that was certainly key to, uh, to making sure that, that Eau Claire didn't have any second-chance points. Nine defensive boards. I mean, he was tough on the glass. Eau Claire's got 11 total defensive boards. 15, so we bought rebound. Nice job by Duty. And it shows you, Jake, I mean, Stout had six second-chance points in that first half. Eau Claire with just two. I mean, they did a great job, did Stout, shutting down the offensive glass for Eau Claire. The turnover is pretty even. Five for Stout in that first half, four uh, for Eau Claire. Again, we talked about the shooting, 42% from the field for Stout, 34% for Eau Claire in that first half. Stout was six of six at the line. Eau Claire only got there twice. They were one of two at the free throw line as well. And that's kind of where things sit in that first half. And as you look at it, Jake, I mean, you know, early on, you saw kind of a back and forth game and Stout had a nice little run there at the end. And I'm sure Eddie Anders is going to go in there and tell his guys, hey guys, we could probably be up by 10, 12 points right now if a few things had gone our way. And we made a couple better decisions out there as well. It seems like Stout just kind of had a little bit more energy. They've been kind of a little bit more on the upbeat there in the first half than the Blue Goals. Very athletic. I mean, this, uh, these guys are athletes, and they're, they're putting on quite a show. I got four ties and six lead changes in that first half. So it's, uh, I'm going with you on that one. That's awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Last tie at 22, and Stout goes on six straight. Biggest lead of the game was 28-22 before Eau Claire gets two calls at the end, and one of them leads to the light bucket right at the buzzer to make the halftime 28-24. Heck of a start to the ball game. We're going to have a great second half, I'm sure, as well. Stout leading 28-24 to 24 over Eau Claire. We'll take an extended break. When we come back, we'll go over some scores from around the league. Get you set for the second half of game number two. It's Stout 28, Eau Claire 24, men's basketball. Back after this on your home for Blue Devils Sports. Welcome back here to UW-Stout, the Bob and Steve's BPM Co. Shop halftime show and here at halftime of the men's game 28 to 24 stout with the lead over eau claire eau claire won in the women's game earlier tonight 94 to 62 in the end over stout and stout now still winless in conference play one of these teams is going to be winless in conference play after the end of the night one's going to have a win and try to get back on the right track and as we look around the other uh, scores in the wiac we see that uh, that team will not be tied with uh, uh, lacrosse at the sixth spot basically in the WIAC as lacrosse was able to get a 62 to 54 win over River Falls if that doesn't uh, that doesn't surprise you at all Hello. in men's basketball tonight Stevens Point wins 75 to 69 at Whitewater so another upset win there and uh, on the uh, other side Platteville ends up beating Oshkosh 72 to 57 so if you, if that, you can understand that, any of that Oshkosh team that beat Stout <laughs> like this tore him apart yeah yeah you got it. Now, now, Platteville was receiving votes in the poll this uh, week, so, uh, uh, you know, take that with what it is. Maybe not a huge upset since Platteville was at home. But for the most part, we've seen three basically upsets tonight in uh, on the men's side of things. Women's side, again, we mentioned that Stout lost uh, to Eau Claire 94-62 earlier tonight. River Falls beat Lacrosse 72-54. to uh, It was Whitewater over Stevens Point 67-43. to 
and Oshkosh defeated Platteville 77 to 50 in women's basketball. Some uh, scores from around the uh, Division I basketball. How about this? Texas leading Texas Tech, the number eight team in the country, 67 to 58 tonight. About 40 seconds left to go there. St. John's is up on Xavier, the number 11 team in the country, 67 to 66 with under eight minutes left to play there. Creighton is up 58 to 45 on Seton Hall, who's the 19th ranked team in the country. I I'll think we're seeing a theme here, Jake. How slippery rock doing? I, I, that one I don't have. That oh. one I'm going to have to go and search for. Uh, much to everybody's chagrin, Missouri is leading Tennessee 34 oh. to 27 as well. That's just my chagrin, I suppose. Ma uh, ba Big Ten basketball, only two games tonight. Rutgers beat Iowa uh, 80 to 64, and Ohio State is up on Northwestern right now, 41 to 31. About 16 minutes left to play in that ball game. Jake, we turn our attention back to the court. About a minute and a half left to go before the start of the second half. What are you looking for from both sides, especially the Blue Devils who had a nice end to that second half, really went on a nice run, and we saw Isaac Elliott play well in terms of his shooting ability and his scoring, and we saw Joe Duty really clean it up on the boards. It's going to be a, a, a battle. I mean, these, these kids are really fighting uh, <laughs> left and right. I mean, the passes have got to be crisp or it's going the other way. Re rebounds? I mean, whoever whoever controls the board is going to win it. As long as we don't have a Orlando, Minnesota NBA situation from last night, if you watch that game, haymakers being thrown between the Magic and the Timberwolves. But it has that feeling to it, Jake, doesn't it? A tough, hard-fought yeah. type of yeah. situation. Not saying we're going to get any – they're going to come to blows, but I feel like you could have a lot of really hard plays, a lot of contact, not call. This is kind of the feeling of this game. We saw as good a contact – Late in the uh, first half, there. Well, I can't recall the uh, the the, this, the pugilists, but there was some uh, <laughs> there was some contact on a rebound that uh, would have put a normal. Uh, well, I wouldn't have wanted to be a part of it. No, absolutely not. Oakley's going to start out with a basketball here to start off the second half. They'll move from left to right on your radio dial, from right to left on your video dial on. Athletics.uwstout.edu, and uh, Stout will move the other way. We'll just put it that way. That's good. <laughs> so Claire will inbound. Starters look like it's the starters back out for each side. Dixon is going to start instead of Strumple here for Stout in this second half. So Eau Claire with the basketball. We've seen a few folks uh, leave the uh, stands here in the second half. Here's Rabideau with it at the top of the key for Beckin. Beckin out on the right wing to find Duff. And the screen for him. Return pass to Beckin. Now passes left baseline. Should have been stolen by Elliott. Couldn't quite get a hand on it. Now Diekelman out on the right wing. Dribbles out with 10 on the shot clock. Between the leg dribble. Moves on Dixon with the right hand. Tough shot. Oh, an offensive board for Beckin. Came, Couldn't quite rip that one down, good stout. Came out of the corner and took it down. Nice Wittis, job. Wittis to Diekelman, right, left wing rather, now in the post to Beckon. Now he'll kick it out to Duff. Duff with 19 on the shot clock. Duff pops, fires, left side of the lane, no good. And it's Dahl who comes away with the board for stout. And he protected it well. He pulled it down. He had Duff going right alongside of him. Dahl to duty, now to Ortman on the weave. And Take Ortman it. was clearly contacted up top by Beckon. And Beckett is called for the foul. 28-24 Stout. It'll be Stout basketball out of bounds here on the near side right in front of the broadcast spot. He didn't believe it, huh? He didn't believe it? Yeah. That's a second foul on Beckett. Kajawa will check in for Eau Claire. Beckett so far in this ball game for Eau Claire is sitting on only two points. One of the only seniors, a 6-7 senior. Duty inbounds to Elliott, back to Duty. Up between the circles, between the legs. Right side for Ortman. Another weave play. They set up the same one, and he traveled. Yeah, he knew it. 
He had he, he wanted to pass and then he couldn't and then and, and, and the, the, the foot kicked moving. Get a rhyme rhyme here, Jake. Did Eddie have the uh, jacket off in the first half? No. He's got it off now. Yep. That means the game's on at this point. <laughs> With the inbounds. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Duff gets it here near side to Diekelman. They're going to put a little pressure on in the backcourt. Diekelman trying to dribble past Ortman. And he'll get it across the timeline with three to spare. 18.50 left to play. 28-24. Stout leads. No points yet in the second half. In the right short corner on the baseline. It's Duff. They want to double him. They kick it back out top. Up to Diekelman. Diekelman the back to Duff. Right wing three on the way. Back iron, no good. Skying for the board. Elliott tips it right into the hands of Duty. He did a nice job. Elliott knew he couldn't get it, but he could, he could tip it. I think they'll score that for Duty, and if so, he's got 10 boards. That's a career high for him. Here's Elliott in the right post. Trying to back down his man. Now back to Dahl. Left side for Dixon. Now for Duty on the wing. Duty calling out the screen, but didn't really get one there as he rabbit over. Elliott in the post to Dixon with eight on the shot clock. Dixon backing down his man. He nice moves job. in left-handed scoop. No good. Duty couldn't get the tip back. And it's boarded by Eau Claire and signing Chris Duff. Duff into the front court to Diekelman. Diekelman between the legs to the free throw line he goes. Now a little one-hand pass inside. Layup no good by Kajawa inside. Rebound by Duty. He's got 11 boards tonight. That was a clear rebound. What a missed shot, though. I mean, that was a puppy down low. Portman to Elliott at the top of the key. Elliott. Guarded by Diekelman. They were laying off Elliott a little bit there. He could have pulled up for three if he wanted to. I don't think that's a shot that Eddie Anders wants. Here's oh, uh, a pass for Elliott for Dixon there on the return. Just let him a little too far. Dixon didn't cut as quickly as Elliott thought he would. Throws it out of bounds. It's Eau Claire basketball. Mackey to return to the ball game. He comes in for Zach Dahl. 28-24 stout. 17-37 left to play that in the it? second half. The ankle injury to Syriax. Keeps him out tonight's game, too. Duff gets it into Diekelman. Diekelman will split the defense here, split the press. Now into the front court he comes. Left corner for Rabideau. Now he'll pass up the shot. Wittes. That might be the first time Wittes has touched the ball in the second half. Now Rabideau right wing for Wittes. Wittes gets a screen from Kajawa. And back. Oh, that no looked like it might have been a travel by Rabideau. A lot of contact inside. A block is called. The shot was no good. So it'll be two shots here for Rabideau. Head to the line, I do believe. Oh, that could have gone either way as Mackey had the spot. Rabideau's coming off of a seven-point outing against Stevens Point this past weekend. 72% free throw shooter. He did not take a free throw in that game. Rabideau's first is on the way, and it is no good as it rolls off the front iron. Talked about Eau Claire's free throw shooting woes. That's only the third free throw attempt they've taken tonight. Diekelman had the other two. He was one of two. 17-16 left to go here in the second half, and the second is good. They're on that 50% clip right now. It's 28-25 Stout. Stout still hasn't scored here in this half either. That was only the first point for Eau Claire in this half. Elliott on the left wing. Up top to Dixon. Right side now for Ortman. Waiting for somebody to get open. Maybe try to shoot a three. Here's Mackey out in the right corner. Dribbles back out to the top. Duty. It guarded all over him as Rabideau. 
will bounce it into Ortman in the left post. Ortman backing down his man. Turn around, left-handed hook, high off the glass, ah. and in. Look at him change the angle of that shot to make sure he cleared the arm, and it's 30-25 to 25 stout. Use the glass. And the high glass as well. Rabideau now into the front court. Quick outlet pass to get him in the front. Here's Duff, a little pull-up three. That one in and out, rebounded by Ortman. And Eau Claire has been cold from beyond the arc tonight. Let's put one, two more up here. Not that Stout has been much better. They have not made it three tonight yet. There's Mackey on the right wing. His pass trying to find Elliott. Nice hands there by Wittes to knock that one out of bounds. Left baseline. Chrisman and Dahl checking back in for Stout. Back in for Eau Claire is Sean Miller. Out for Stout go Duty and Dixon. Out for Eau Claire goes Deacon. And one more returner. Cam Keeper's going to check back in for Eau Claire. And he comes in for Rabideau. Against Stout, 0 of 5 from beyond the arc. Eau Claire is 3 of 16 from three-point land tonight. Just 18% for those who uh, are mathematically challenged. Here's Ortman now, left side for Chrisman. Chose the ball, drives in, almost had it poked away. Now he takes a shot in the lane, no good. Elliott with the board. I don't think that touched the rim, but they reset the shot clock, and the officials are going to put some take a lot of time off the shot clock here. I'm not sure where it was at when he took that shot. They're going to go down to 11. And then they want to take two off of that to put it at nine, I believe. So I thought I heard him say, but it looks like they're going to keep it at 11. Now it goes to nine. Yeah, there he is. Stout basketball here near side. 16-12 left to play. Inbounds for Brandon Chrisman. Chrisman gets it into Mackey. they got to run the offense quickly. Screen from Ortman. Mackey now moving right side up for Elliott. Elliott with five, with four, and a hand-checked foul on keepers there. That is a bad foul with three left. On the shot clock, and it'll be Stout basketball. He starts his drive. There's the, there's the move. Good defense for about 27 seconds of the shot clock. And then just got a little bit overzealous there. There's Mackey with the inbound. 30 to 25, Stout. Left corner for Chrisman. Chrisman now Beautiful. inside, finds Dahl. Might have been hacked, but he didn't get the call, but he got the bucket anyway. And it's 32-25, Stout. He got lost. And was all alone under the hood. Yeah, they just forgot about him inside. As you say, Jake, here's Wittes. Across the timeline. 15.45 left to play here in this second half. Media timeout coming at the next dead ball. Here's Keepers. Kicks it in the right corner. Open for three. Is in and good. I'm just going to mention that I hadn't seen Wittes shoot a three. I hadn't seen him shoot much at all. This yeah. kid can light him up. And not a lot of games to really speak of, but he's shooting 28% so far for Eau Claire from beyond the arc. Here's a jumper from the left baseline. Good from Zach Dahl. Makes it 34-28. Stout with the lead. 15-15 left to play here in the ballgame. Here comes Wittes into the front court. Up to Duff. Duff picked up by Dahl. Here's a drive in by Miller. Nice no-look pass left side to Kajawa. And Kajawa with the layup. Kajawa wasn't there when the kid stopped and made the, made the throw. Comes in from the blind side. Wide open to 34-30, Stout, 14-54 left to play. Inside, Elliott, nice find for Chrisman, kicks it to Mackey right side, drives right baseline, needs some help. He goes into Chrisman, the shot no good, but a foul, and he will head that to the line. That should be a T. That yeah, should was, be a T, yeah, knocking the ball up like that. Yeah, they knocked the ball off of something there. There's huh? a, a mess of bodies there, and that'll send two shots. They should have a media timeout, I believe. 14.44 left to go. There's the horn, and there it is. 34 to 30. Stout with the lead. They'll be shooting free throws when we come back right after this on your home for Blue Devils basketball. 
Welcome back here to UW Stout. 34 to 30, Stout with the lead over Eau Claire. 14.44 left to go. And Jake now to the line will go the Blue Devils here. And uh, again, we talked about it. The, I don't know if it's chippiness, but just the physicality of this game down low, especially. It's, We've seen it. I mean, it is big time. Big boy basketball. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it, it had to, it's, it's got to get that. I mean, so, sooner or later. As physical as these kids are. <laughs> two shots here out of the timeout for Brandon Chrisman. Chrisman on the season. Just shooting 38% from the free throw line, but not a ton of attempts yet. So he's got opportunity to increase that quite a bit. And that's a nice shot. 35-30, Stout with the lead. They've led by as many as seven. That's his, that's his first points of the night. It's nice to see Ray's like, uh, well, it's nice to see area guys doing well in this conference. Second free throw, good as well. 36-30, and Dixon will check in for Christmas. So you got Duty, Elliott, Dixon, Dahl and Ortman out there for the Blue Devils. Back to uh, basically the starting lineup outside of Strumple. Eau Claire to inbound here. We'll get it into Keepers. Keepers now in the backcourt. Be pressured up here. Elliott doing a nice job with a pickup of the dribble there. Here's a crossover. Rabideau gets it across the timeline with two seconds to spare that time. Dieckelman now on the left wing looking to drive on Dahl. Good rotation there. Good job moving the feet to get in front of him. As Diekelman now, a one-hand pass right side for Rabideau. Rabideau then back to Diekelman. Diekelman driving left baseline. Hangs, fires, takes the jumper and hits. 36-32 stout. That's a tough shot to block. Moving hard to the baseline. Pulling back. Dahl off for Ortman. Off for Duty. Now left, high left side here for Elliott. Dahl to Duty. Right side. Going to post up Dixon. Right side of the lane. Backs it out for Ortman. Ortman now looking for Elliott left. Instead, back to Dixon with 10 on the shot clock. Back bounces it off for Elliott now. Elliott's going to take it to the bucket. Got his man in the air. It's blocked inside. Nice job blocking by Christensen. And here come the Blue Golds the other way. Diekelman. Diekelman, left wing. Good job by Stout picking him up, up in transition. Then a one-handed pass right side. Foul in the bucket. That's Keepers with the shot. Can you and believe Stout that pass? Is, I'll tell you what. That was unbelievable. I didn't even see a player underneath there. You know, he, he, he snuck in from the side, from the... Left end. At duty for the foul, his second. Second on Stout here in the half. 13.43 left to play. And a bounce pass hit him on the move. Beautiful. And a chance to complete the three-point play. Two of four are the Blue Golds at the line tonight. Make it three of five. 36-35, Stout. Little 5-0 run here for Eau Claire. 13.39 left to play. High left for Elliott on the wing. Looking for some help now, gets it off. For Duty, now to Ortman. Ortman now back for Dahl, back for Duty. Duty trying to post up Dixon inside. Dixon trying to back down Kajawa with a spin move. Hangs in the air, takes the contact, is foul. No bucket, or a bucket was not good, rather, but it was a shooting foul. And Dixon will head to the line to shoot two. It's a dandy move by the kid. You draw the foul, you get the bucket, you just have a little bonus. But he, he knew he was going to get fouled, so he's going to take the shot. Dixon, a 68% free throw shooter. Put down two. First on the way, oh. back heel no good. It's a 36-35 Stout. Yeah, we talked about, Jake, a little bit about some of the stats that Stout brings in. They make about six and a half threes a game on average. That's last in the league. Tonight, Stout has made zero threes. They've only attempted five, and all those five attempts, Jake, came in the first half. They have not even attempted one in the first six-plus here of the second half. Supply chain 
Dixon's second free throw rattles in, and it's a two-point stout lead, 37-35. Comes Diekelman. Diekelman brings it across. Elliott almost strips him. Now one hand passes to Duff, right side for Keepers. Keepers in the right short corner for Kajawa. Kajawa now backing down Ortman. Left wing bounces it out to Duff. Duff now, guarded by Duty. Duty is all over him there. Almost gets a steal. Ortman almost scooped it up. Now back out to Rabideau. Rabideau moves left side of the lane. Right-hand runner over. Everybody is good. Ties it at 37. Blue Gold's bench rises to their feet. They like that effort. You talk about athleticism. That was it. Attempted steals. Duty in the front court. Here's Elliott. Now weaves it off for Ortman on the left wing. Tried to pass to Duty. He thought about the pass to Duty cutting across the lane. Dahl now out top of the key. Dahl. Oh, they picked up the dribble and Keepers is all over him. Ortman now between the circles for Elliott. Duty on the left wing with six on the shot clock. Gets a screen from Dixon to Ortman in the corner with three, with two. The layup, good in the foul! Beautiful move with, by Sam. With one second left on the shot clock, Ortman used his body perfectly. It's 39-37 Stout, and a free throw coming. I don't, what a play there from Ortman. I don't generally put a name down by a field goal, but that's when I will. Ortman with a great move from the corner. Ortman with six. First free throw attempt of the night for Sam Ortman. Sibling is going to put. Just a 61% free throw shooter, but nothing but nylon there, and it's 40-37. to 37. Stout with the lead and a 30-second timeout. We'll take it as well. 12.29 left to go in the half. We'll be back in 30 seconds right after this on your home for Blue Devils basketball. Dandy move to the hoop. Business administration major, you mentioned it before, Buffalo, Minnesota. Yeah, pretty nice job so far as the Eau Claire basketball after the main free throw. 40-37. to 37. Stout with the lead. Five timeouts still left. In fact, no time. That was the first timeout used. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. By either coach in this ballgame. Tells you how each team really hasn't gone on any big runs. They haven't really needed to use them yet. It won't be a 90-point 90, 90 game tonight. Wittis. Dekelman now right side for Rabideau. Rabideau guarded by Duty, fighting through the screen from Kajawa. Kajawa then gets a return pass out on the wing. Around the perimeter they go with eight seconds on the shot clock. There's Dekelman wanting to drive. Dekelman then kicks it in the right corner. Rabideau's up and wide open for three. He threw it off the uh, backboard no good, and Stout gets the board. They try to get it up for Duty. It's tipped out of there by Rabideau on the far sideline. And it'll be Stout basketball. Uh, Rabideau looked a little bit off balance as he shot that three on the other end that went off the bottom of the backboard. Stout basketball here on the far sideline. Near sideline if you're watching at home on athletics.uwstout.edu. Who's doing that TV up there? Just us. <laughs> I got a long cable going up there, Jake. Here's yeah. Elliot. Right. And Duty in the right short corner, backing down his man, turns, fires. Yeah. Oh, did he get it to go? My goodness, he didn't even have possession of the ball when he went up and still kind of pushed it toward the basket. That's a big one. 42 to 37, Stout. What a play there. Here's Wittes. Wittes now right side for Rabideau. Rabideau back up top for Duff. High away from the basket there between the circles. Now hands it off for Diekelman. Diekelman one-handed pass, left corner. Here's a Wittes three. Air ball he threw up, and Ortman gets the return. 
11-14 left to play. It's 42-37. Stout. Dixon in the left corner. He thought about dribbling toward the basket. Instead, kicks it out to Ortman. Dahl on the left wing. Bounces it into Dixon. Dixon receives it about 15 feet away. Left baseline. Looking to back down Kajawa. Goes into the lane. Bounces it off for Ortman in the right short corner. Loses a handle. Then goes up. Has it battered away. Eau Claire has the basketball on the steal. Rabido with it. Rabido with his head up. Didn't want to drive on Ortman. Back up top to Diekelman. Diekelman spins in the lane. Looking for the step back jumper. Good defense by Stout. Eau Claire almost throws it out of bounds, but right back out to Rabideau with 11, pardon me, with 16 on the shot clock. Now a screen for Wittes. Wittes drives in reverse layup. Too strong. Rebound Eau Claire, or pardon me, Stout. Dandy move defensively by the Devils, but oh my goodness, Eau Claire gave up two shots at the hole. Went up with the left hand. I wonder if he was more open on that reverse layup than he was. thought he would be. Yeah. Strumpel getting set to check back in for the Blue Devils. Here's a give and go with Ortman. Beautiful play. Dixon to Ortman. It's 44-37 stout. Timeout Eau Claire. 10-14 left to play here in the second half. We'll be back in a minute right after this on your home for Blue Devils basketball. Back here at Johnson Fieldhouse, Stout goes on a run, takes a 44-37 lead, Jake. And I'll tell you what, some good give-and-go passing. Stout just a little bit more on the front foot right now. She feels like the court's kind of tilted in their favor at the moment. Just awesome. Uh, again, Pete, I can't say this hard. This is as athletic a game as I've seen in a long time. These guys are just, it's a, it's a physicalness. Just absolutely. When you say competitive and being this close, Eau Claire and, and Menominee, Oh, yeah. It's well, a rivalry. Yeah, it certainly is. And, I mean, these guys, you talked about some local kids, too. I know the Rice Lake products, those, but those guys always want to play well in this game, regardless of where they're from. Comes now Eau Claire into the front court, down by seven to Stout. On the near side. And bring in some newcomers into the ballgame to the Blue Golds. It's Kyle McDonald with it. Now back up top. Find Rabideau. Rabideau hands it off for Wittes. Guarded by Mackey, who's checked in there for Stout. Continue to run that weave, weave play up yep. tight. Rabideau then passes it back off for Wittes. In the post to Duff. Ortman trying to guard him here. Beautiful guarding position. And Ortman gets the board as he misses a shot. Dandy defense by Stout. That was strong. That's where you dig in inside. Right and Ortman did a great job. 44-37, Blue Devils. 9.35 left to play here in the second half. Ortman on the high right wing. Now dribbles out between the circles. And the lefty looking to drive. Strumpel getting him, giving him a screen. Now they double team him. And back out top. Oh, and he crashed into him out there. Zach Dahl got it. A good idea by Wittes to try to go for that steal, but he just crashed right into Zach Dahl. Nothing in that there. He's going for the ball. That's two guys fighting hard. And a great job as well by Dahl to get his body into a position to right. take that contact. He knew he was going to get hit. So that is the third foul on Wittes. They're going to keep him in, though, and they're going to send Beck into the bench and put in Diekelman. Blue Devils have it on the far sideline. 9.22 left to go, 20 on the shot clock. 44-37. I'll tell you what, this Blue Devils squad has fought hard in this second half. There's nothing easy in this second half, Jake, for either side. Got that right, man. Dahl to Ortman, right wing to Elliott. 13 on the shot clock. Goes back up top to Mackey. Even Mackey. moving away from the ball. Here's Elliott for three, right corner, rattled it in. A 10-point stout lead, their largest of the game. Nine minutes left to play. Inbounds here for Eau Claire. They get it to McDonald. McDonald, far side for Diekelman, moves near side now. 
and hands it off on the weave for Wittes. You can hear Eddie Anders wanting them to stop the ball. Here's Rabideau for three. Back iron, no good. That one went off the shot clock, it looked like. Didn't get the call, but it is rebounded anyway by the Devils. Give the screen, and it was a good screen by the big guy. Struple. Dahl weaves off for Elliott. Now to Ortman. Left corner for Mackey. 47-37, Stout. 8.30 left to play here in Hit the him. second half. Far side for Elliott. Crossover dribble. Elliott picks it up on the wing. Now back up top to Dahl with 10 on the shot clock. Strumpel trying to give him a screen there. Dahl moves right side of the lane, takes contact yeah! off the glass. Oh, my goodness. How in the world? Another runner off the glass. Off the Blue the Devils glass. are giving you a, uh, a lesson in pains tonight, in window pains this evening. Here's a drive by Diekelman and a foul call. A little reach in there by the Devils. 49-37, Stout. You've got to take that foul because it would be a bucket coming. But you talk about Dahl's shot. I mean, that was awesome. And this Ellie. is, Jake, I'd have to check. You, yeah, it was tied at 37. It's a 12-0 run for Stout here in the last four or five minutes. That's why I look to your score sheet. Right ahead, baby. Unreal. <laughs> Eau, Claire with the, Eau Claire with the inbounds here. Eau Claire has been held scoreless and field, go field goalless in the last uh, five, six minutes or so. Crossover here for Rabideau. Out on the left wing now. Picks up the dribble for Diekelman. Diekelman with the crossover. Picks it up. Takes it two. It's short. Duff almost had the board. It popped out of his hands, and it's grabbed by Elliott. And nice. nothing can go right for the Blue Golds right now. It was Sam that got the tip to his teammate. Here's Ortman high right. Elliott oh, high left. Switches it back for Ortman on the wing. That was the first main three of the game on that last possession by Elliott. Bounce pass into Dixon in the left post, blocking down his man. He turns. The shot is no good, but he drew the foul on Duff. Duff can't believe it. And that is the seventh foul on Eau Claire. It is a shooting foul, two shots. Second foul on Duff. Duff can't believe it. He's trying to argue his point with 7.26 left to play. They did take away the final media timeout, I believe. And... Uh, when Eddie Andrus says there's no media timeout, there's no media timeout. They're shooting free throws here as <laughs> Keegan Dixon is to the line. Yeah, I think they blew the media timeout at the uh, last coach's timeout. And uh, Eau Claire kind of took a timeout out of it. Hartman's shot broke the 37-37 tie. And since that time, it has been stout all the way. Now, two more would really help. <laughs> Dixon. Huh? Dixon at the line to shoot. And the first it is there. good. A couple of bounces, did a little 360, went through. Joe Duty back in for Isaac Elliott. Supply chain major. Stout continues to extend the lead right now. 13-0 run. 7.26 left to play here in the second half. Egan Dixon with one more attempt. Second on the way, in and out. Mackey was there. He had a position, but Duff grabs the board for Eau Claire. Now Eau Claire's got to get it going here. Here's Wittes. Wittes here near side for keepers. They're going to try. Cyberling's going to try to kind of go through the bench, see if there's somebody who's willing to step up. Wittes now, and there's a foul away from the ball. They're going to get Mackey, or are they going to get Duff? Duff, was, Duff looked like he threw Mackey inside. Maybe Mackey held him before that. But uh, they're going to give Mackey the foul, his third. 7-10 left to play. 50-37, to Stout. Eau Claire basketball, and they get the inbound to Diekelman in the left short corner. Boy, that was a tough right-hand runner, no good. Rebound by Stout. They cannot buy a bucket, Pete. They cannot. I have not seen Eau Claire get this 
and a drive from shooting range. Just cold, cold, cold as now Duty has it. First out, picks up the dribble, might have traveled there. Now Ortman on the right short corner. Stay away from him. Ortman back up top to Dahl, 13 on the shot clock. Near side to Duty. Duty to Mackey. Mackey goes high into Dixon. Dixon drives baseline, looking for the reverse. No good. Somebody pulled on the rim there, it looked like. Or maybe on the netting. And now it's grabbed by Eau Claire. 50 to 57, Stout. Here's Diekelman on the left wing. Oh, Ortman went flying, no call. In the left corner, Keepers pops the three and hits. And that breaks the 13-0 run for Stout. It's 50 to 40. Eau Claire trails. 6.20 left to play. Eddie Anders just working the officials. He wanted that charge called there up top with Ortman. Mackey picks up the dribble, bounces it to the right elbow to Dixon. Dixon, guarded by Kajawa, now hands it off on a weave for Dahl. Dahl moves to the right block. Dahl trying to back down his man. Ball fake goes up. Wild shot, no good. Rebound, Diekelman. Here comes Eau Claire. Eau Claire with the basketball into the front court. They come. 5.57 left to play. Eau Claire weaves it off. Here's Duff, right wing three. In! Oh, boy. 50-43, to 43, Stout. And a little 6-0 run on a couple of main threes for the Blue Golds. Here comes the crowd. Some folks have cleared out, but I'll tell you what, there's a few who've stayed, and the ones who have are watching a fun one here tonight. Here's Ortman on the left wing. Trying to post up Dixon inside. He picks up the dribble, and he goes high into him. Now looking for the return pass. Dixon is open if he wants to drive. Bounces it in the right corner. Duty's open for three. Front iron, no good. Duff with the board. Blue Golds have a chance to cut it to a two-possession ball game. Here is a 5-17 left to play. Eau Claire up top to Duff. Duff now left side for Diekelman. Diekelman up top to Keepers. Keepers might have traveled there on the drive. And a foul called on Dixon on the reach in with 5.07 left to go. It is indeed a slugfest right now. Elliott to check in now. Eddie Andrus wants a timeout, and he'll get it. 5.07 left to play. It's stout by 7, 50-43. We're back right after this on your home for Blue Devils basketball. Welcome back to UW-Stout. I'm trying to uh, discern what song Josh Miracle, Isaac Elliott, and Luke Geiger are all singing on the big screen. I think it's Garth Brooks, but it, it's it's just so off that you just can't quite <laughs> put it together. Zach Dahl and Tanner Schmidt now are going to try to go with, a, I think, hopefully maybe a more contemporary song. Nonetheless, it's Stout 50, Eau Claire 43 with 5.07 left to go, and I'll tell you what, Eau Claire with an answer after Stout's 13-0 run, and now Stout has to answer back here, Jake, if they don't want to uh, be down to the wire here with the Blue Golds. Oh, yeah, wire, it, it, it will be. It feels like that's kind of the way it's trending, it's doesn't it? come, you bet. And the right baseline, Diekelman will inbound with 20 on the shot clock, 5.07 left to play. Diekelman looking for a cutter in keepers. Instead, it's Duff in the left corner. Back to Diekelman. Well, 15 feet away, left baseline. They want to double team him and go up with the right hand. In and out. And who's going to grab the board? It's Elliott for the Blue Devils. They reach in here, and Duff's going to get called for the foul. Matt Cyberling can't believe. I don't know if he can't believe that his team didn't get the quarter, that there was a foul call. And that'll send Elliott to the line to shoot the one-and-one one opportunity. Duff with three fouls. It was tough, uh, tough to miss the shot. I think that's what Coach was concerned about. Stout is 11 of 13 at the line in the game. Eau Claire is 3 of 5. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Stout shooting 47%, Eau Claire 34. When Eau Claire's hit six threes as compared to the one for Stout. Elliott's first free throw in the front end is good. 51-43. Isaac Elliott's had ice water in the veins at the line tonight. As he is now 5 of 5. That's what you need from that senior type of leadership. As Elliott hits the second as well. Stevens point, and he makes it a nine-point game. 52-43, to Eau Claire basketball. And it's Wittes who picks it up into the front court to Duff, back to Wittes. Wittes weaves it off for Diekelman at the top of the key. 4.44 left to play. It's south by nine. Diekelman now for Duff on the left wing, guarded by Ortman. Duff going to drive. Ortman keeps a chest in front of him. Good footwork there. Back up top to Kajawa. Kajawa gets it inside. The return pass. Right side for Wittes with five on the shot clock. He drives in, finds Kajawa, passes it off with two, with one. Off the window at the end of the shot clock. It's good. Zach Dahl took a lot of contact inside. He just wants a call, but he can't get it. Get Eddie Andrus. And it's 52-45, Stout. That tip was to the hole. Great ball control by right. Elliott behind the back dribble. Now off for Duty at the left elbow. El Duty picked up the dribble, needs some help. He's going to take a jumper from there. That's off the mark. That was not in rhythm of a bad shot. And Beekelman with the board. All of a sudden, he turned around, and he was open. Diekelman in the corner to Keepers. He had an open three, but passed it up. Diekelman gets a screen from Kajawa. Behind the back pass, right into the hands of Ortman. Ortman going the other way with Duff. Takes the contact, and the bucket! A three-point play opportunity! The glass happens again. Wow! Ortman did everything he could, not only to take the contact, but to make the bucket as well. And it's 54-45 South. Bartman. What a play. Fantastic, you bet. He's the one that broke the tie at 37 when he got a two off the glass. He can put this thing back to a 10-point lead. Bartman with 13 tonight, four players in double figures for Stout. And the free throw is good. It is 55-45. Stout's biggest lead was 13. Now they get it back up to 10, 3.46 left to play. Eau Claire basketball. No media timeouts coming. There's plenty for both coaches here at the end of the ballgame. Wittes with it on the right wing. Picks up the dribble. Now Duff. Duff. And it off for Keepers. Keepers in back to Wittes. Wittes drives in. Bounces to Kajawa. Oh, that might have been blocked inside by Dixon, and it's grabbed by Stout. He had to have a hand on it, Pete. There's no way it missed that badly. I think Dixon got a piece of it. Here's Ortman. Stout with a chance to extend the 10-point lead. Bounces to Dahl in the left corner. Back up to Dixon. Dixon to Elliott. Right side to Ortman on the wing. Now he goes into Mackey in the right post. Now he dribbles back out to Dahl. Dahl asking for a screen with seven on the shot clock. Doesn't get one. Into the lane he goes. Spin move. Right hand runner. Oh, boy. 57-45 Stout. What a play by Dahl. That was beautiful. Moving right. Took it left and hit it with the right hand. 2.51 left to play. Timeout. Matt Cyberling. 57-45, Stout will take 30 seconds. We'll be back right after this on your home for Blue Devils basketball. Welcome you back here to UW Stout as we go through some of the men's scores. 
And uh, we're being asked by some of the assistant coaches for Stout, they, well, what's going on in the WIAC? Yeah, it's a crazy night, Jake. That's what's going on in the WIAC. Everybody was upset. Jim, and Jim. Uh, I, get, I don't know, would you call this an upset? Probably no. if Stout beats Eau Claire. I mean, Eau Claire certainly had the accolades coming into the season, but both teams kind of struggling right now. Stout at home, you know, there's no Vegas betting line in three games, but you might have been about a, it would have been pretty close to a pick em game, I would think, coming into this one. As Stout has a 57-45 lead over Eau Claire. And what a ball game it's been. And Stout, you know, they, they had the run. Eau Claire had the run, the answer to that 13-0 run. But then Stout answers it back to take this 12-point lead. Tim just wanted to know who the next, <laughs> the next opponents were coming up. He wants River Falls and Lacrosse. He wants to know about them. <laughs> so, again, as we mentioned, it's four players in double figures. Elliott with 17, 14 for Ortman, 12 for Dahl, 10 for Dixon. Only one player, it's Rabideau, who's got double figures for Eau Claire, even though they've hit six of 22 threes. On the far sideline, it'll be Diekelman to inbound and trigger it in for Kajawa. Kajawa that almost lost the dribble, thought that might have travel call there, but Wittes now picks it up with 18 on the shot clock. 2.42 left to play. They need a bucket, they need it quickly. Here's Diekelman on the left wing. Good job, good defense. Keeper's going to get the three from the top of the key. No good. Gets his own board with 2.33 left to go. Now a drive by Wittes into the lane. No look pass to Kajawa. The reverse layup is good over Elliott. 57-47. Stout with the lead. Dahl trapped in the backcourt. They need to do something with it. They want a timeout. No, Mackey going to get it across the timeline. Still needs to get it across. He's got three. He's got two. He does. Up to Ortman. Wow. Just barely across. There's a trap set up. Now Dahl on the left wing. Back to Elliott. Now they got to play this one out to Zoclair. There's only 11 on the shot clock. Mackey on the right wing. Mackey dribbles in. Back out for Dahl with six, with five. They need to figure something out. Here's Elliott with four, with three. Step back three, a big one. No front iron, no good. Orman's going to get the board for the Blue Devils. We're under two minutes to go. They're going to slow this one down, you dribble bet. it out. Mackey has it. See if they try to foul here. They're going to go out to Dahl. They don't know if they should foul. They're looking over here. Wittes was looking at the stout bench. Not sure why. Oh, there's almost a little uh, head clash between Elliott and Keepers. Now Ortman with 12 on the shot clock. 134 left to play. 57-47 Stout. Elliott crossover dribble. Left elbow jumper from two. In and out. Rebound by Kajawa and the Blue Golds. 124 left to go. Here they come. Diekelman with his head up. He drives right around Ortman. Little Euro step. Timeout Matt Cyberling with 119 left to play. 57-49 Stout. And the timeout. So that will, uh, I believe they're only taking 30. So we're going to keep it right here, Jake. That was a tough drive. The kid went right around our boy. Stout wanted to drive. Stout outscored Eau Claire at halftime. It was 28 to 24. They outscored Eau Claire 29 to 25 here in the second half. Stout still shooting pretty well, 46%. Stout on the season, on average, shoots about 45% from the field. So that's right about in line there. But Eau Claire is a team who typically shoots 46% from the field, Jake. And they're sitting on 37% uh, at the moment. 20 of 54 from the field. 6 of 23 from beyond the arc. That's 26%. Eau Claire shoots 33% normally on the season. So all the numbers kind of down. And, and it, you credit that to the defense, Jake. I mean, oh. the defense for Stout has been really, there have been times where you thought, okay, the size differential, Eau Claire might have a little bit of an advantage, but you got guys like Ortman and Dixon who have just dug in yeah, inside yeah. and they will not let any easy baskets go by. Ortman isn't the biggest dude on the on the ranch that's for sure but he certainly is as as strong as they are he's one of those one of the six two club 
Now the pressure defense now, the full court press as Dahl gets it into Elliott. Elliott then going to try to be trapped. They got a triple team set up for him, and now a foul call in the backcourt. So they get Diekelman or if they get Rabideau. Now they're going to get Diekelman for the foul. Might be who they wanted there is Diekelman. That's only his third, I believe. And that is the 10th on Eau Claire. So that will send Elliott to the line to shoot the double bonus. That's the guy you want there. Haven't marked it on the board yet. I do believe it is his third. It is. 114 left to go. Elliott's free throw is good. 58-49, Stout. Duff in. Out goes Kyle McDonald, who came in. They're trying to save Duff, who's got those four fouls at the moment. Elliott at the line. Second on the way. Good. 59-49, and now Stout will take a timeout. 114 left to play, and it's Stout by 10. We'll take 30 seconds. Be back right after this on your home for Blue Devils basketball. Welcome back here to Johnson Fieldhouse, 59-49. Stout with the lead over Eau Claire. You, know, you look at that scoreline, Jake. You know, the last time that these two teams played, and I can read the scoreline right, 95-91, to <laughs> Eau Claire beat Stout that night. That was a night, even though Stout lost, scoring 91 points, they set a school record for field goal percentage in that game with 65.4% from the field. And so... Uh, Kind of a crazy game, and boy, you talk about what a difference a year makes because now we're here at Johnson Fieldhouse, and this has been a knockdown, drag out, great defense, 59-49 to 49 lead for Stout with 114 left to play. Can you imagine this at Zorn? <laughs> I'll mean, tell you it's, what. It's going to be. And Zorn has that feel, too. I mean, if you haven't been to Zorn Arena, I'm sure a lot of our listeners have. I mean, that's a small gym. It's got the walls right up next to it. Johnson Field had the wide things. You kind of feel like there might be more defense. Everybody feels a little more compact there than they do here. But it has been a small court tonight as both teams have played very, very hard on the defensive side. They break the press here. Not really a, kind of a half-hearted press by the stout Blue Devils there. As here's a drive by Wittes. Ortman, good defense there in transition. This is Keepers. Keepers now hands it off for Diekelman. Drives in over Duty. Duty affected the shot. No good. Grabbed by Dahl. Dahl back out to Elliott. Elliott has it. Oh, he got bonked in the head by Keepers going by. Kind of popped him right in the forehead. And Elliott will get two more. And Elliott to the line. And with 57.4 left to play, I think the writing could be on the wall here. That is the third foul on Keepers. 40, pardon me, 57.4 left to play. And Joe Duty. Look at the night that he's had. I mean, just two points, but he's got the 11 boards. And you talk about a kid who plays hard. Gonna like this kid. Don't Only be a freshman. Don't be fooled by that man bun. I mean, that thing is. <laughs> Did he wear that at Adam's friendship? <laughs> oh, that's a great question. We got to do a little research for that. Elliott hits both free throws, 61 to 49. Stout with the lead. As they hit both free throws, so in the front court, almost a travel. Duff going to take a three. Back heel, no good. Elliott skies for the board. Blue goals might call off the dogs here as they get it up to Ortman with 45 seconds left to go. There's a foul. Diekelman records it on Ortman, and Ortman heads to the line to shoot two. Eddie Andrews still keeping on his team there. Wants to keep the energy up. Here heading in to the final 43.8. And Ortman at the line. 61 to 49. <laughs> First free throw is front iron, no good. It's double bonus, though, so he'll get a second attempt. Can we, Mike, uh, could you Mike uh, Eddie up sometime? And, uh, this is why we like sitting close, Jake. This is why we like sitting no, close. No, 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 no. I want to see the game. Two for three from the free throw line now as Ortman make him three of four as he hits the second. One of two on the trip, 62-49. 
Here comes Zekelman into the front court on the wing. Now a little drive in by Wittes, reverse layup. Oh, it crawled over somehow. Timeout, Matt Cyberling, 35.4 left to play. Plenty of timeouts for both sides. And if you before, he said uh, this is going to feel like about 100 minutes here at the end of the game and uh, take a full timeout. So we'll take 30 seconds. We'll come back. It's out 62. It's Eau Claire 51 back after this. Well, Dan Price has had a long night tonight. We have a special thanks to him back in studio for producing our ball game here, this ball games this evening. This is Wednesday, right? It is. Last night, two tonight, nothing tomorrow night. I'm sure he's got something right now. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's got a good week. He's a man. Again, 62-51. Stout with the lead over Eau Claire, 35.4 left to play. Blue Golds to inbound, and they get it into Joe Duty. But uh, contentiously as Ortman now gets it all the way up to Dixon. Oh, yeah. Layup is good. No foul called, and it's 64-51 Stout. Under 30 left to play. Eau Claire is going to take a transition. Diekelman three, banks it in. No, it pinks out, and Dixon is fouled with 21.7 left to play and a 13-point Stout lead. I'm not sure that the so they, Blue Golds uh, can really uh, kind of fathom what's going on. This is a six-game winning streak for Eau Claire in this rivalry that is going to be snapped tonight. And they're not giving up the ghost is fouling with 20 seconds to go. Trailing by 13. Unreal. Pretty good game all the way around Great here win. for Stout. Great win. Dixon's first free throw good. 65-51. Look at the series between these squads. We talked about the overall record. And uh, just the fact that Stout hasn't won against the Blue Golds here at Johnson Fieldhouse since 2014. It's been four years. And they are going to break it here tonight. And a foul called. And away from the ball, they get Elliott for the foul. They had one to give. 15.4 left to play. Stout 65 and Eau Claire 51. Inbounds coming here. Get it all the way out. And now a drive in, right-hand runner is no good. Side rim, Orpin with the board with 10 seconds left to go. Eau Claire's going to back off, and Stout's going to split the doubleheader tonight. Joe Dewey looked over at Eddie Anders. He wanted to take a shot. He won't with uh, no time left. And that is the ball game. Stout wins it 65-51 to over Eau Claire. We'll take one minute, come back with our Bob and C's BPM Co. Shop postgame show right after this on your home for Blue Devils basketball. Back here at UW-Stout, the Blue Devils men's squad gets a 65-51 over UW-Eau Claire tonight in the war on 94. We look at the final stats, Jake. And, uh, Stout with a 47% shooting clip tonight. They went 22 of 46 from the field. Eau Claire 21 of 59 from the field. Eau Claire 6 of 25 from beyond the arc. Stout just 1 of 8 from beyond the arc, but they didn't need the three-point shooting tonight. They did it at the free throw line, and, and th I'm sure, I am positive, because if I were on the other side of that one, I would be upset about it as well. The Matt Cyberling is not going to be happy about the free throw shooting, and not from a situation of that they didn't make many, but they didn't take many. Yeah, yeah, Stout yeah, took 24 Four. free throws and were 20 of 24. <laughs> Eau Claire was 3 of 5 from the free throw line. That is an unbelievable disparity. I mean, it, it, now, did Stout take it at the bucket more than Eau Claire? Yes, I think they did. But, I mean, you're going to look at that and say, did we earn more fouls if you're a blue goal? You're probably going to say yes. And so I'm sure they'll be a little bit upset with that scoreline um, here at the end of the night as well. In terms of individuals, it was a 21-point night for Isaac Elliott, 15 for Ortman, 13 for Dixon. And does a nice job coming off of his injury, getting into double figures. Zach Dahl with 12, two for Duty, two for Chrisman. And how about the 11 reboards for Joe, or rebounds rather for Joe Duty as well. That's a great, great uh, number for him tonight. Looking at the other stats 
Rabideau had 11 points. He was the only double-figure scorer for the Blue Golds tonight. Keepers had eight. Kajawa had eight. Eight for Duff. Dieckelman was held to only five points this evening, which is, uh, anytime you can do that, pretty good uh, accomplishment if you're the opposing team against the Blue Golds. Wittes had seven as well. And a couple from Beckin, a couple from McDonald. So that's where the uh, scoring went tonight. Looking for Eddie Anders. He's talking to, I think, a couple recruits as well. So I'm going to let him do his thing before we uh, have him join us on the Bob and Steve's Beat Amico Shop postgame show. And so, Jake, now at the end of the night, uh, the Blue Devils are not in sixth place, but they're in seventh. And now Eau Claire, a team that started off with a lot of promise this season, is now 8-8 eight and eight overall and 0-5 oh and in conference play. And uh, your season isn't over by any means, but you, at this point, you know, even the Blue Devils are going to have a hard time doing it, but Eau Claire's got to look at it and say, we're probably not hosting a playoff game if we make it in to the WIAC tournament. You're probably going on the road. Uh, this was a big win for the Blue Devils in that way. You, you get great. a chance to kind of restart your season tonight. It's a great, it's a great win, but, uh, hey, there's a lot of basketball yet to be played on a Wednesdays and Saturdays, but I want to talk about this one because this one, this one will last a while. It was 28 to 24 at halftime. Stout with a four-point lead. We had six lead changes and four ties in the sec in the first half. We didn't have a lead change in the second half. Stout opened it, opened it up 32-28. It was tied at 37. Ortman's bucket made it 39-37, and Stout just kept going from there. So there was no lead changes in the second half. With 10-14 to go, it was 44-37. Stout with Elliott got another bucket. The Devils made it 50-37 to before two threes. And Pete, that's what they had. They didn't do anything more. 51 points in the ball game. Stout with 65. So things, uh, things look good for the Devil offense. But defensively, these guys were just absolutely, it was indeed a crowd-pleasing, knockdown, drag-out battle. Yeah, it certainly was. And I, I really I, I love that you emphasize the point. You know, when it was 37-37, it was still that back-and-forth play. Who knew what was going to happen? That 13-0 run right there that the Devils went on. Yep. And this is something the Blue Goals, I was talking uh, talking with the Blue Goals before the, before the ball game. This is something that's been kind of their Achilles heel. They give up 13-0, 14-0, 15-0 runs in games. Part of the reason why they haven't run a, won a WIAC conference game, they did the same thing here tonight to Stout, who goes on that big 13-0 run that eventually ends up kind of winning the game game for him. Even though Eau Claire made a little bit of a run back, Stout had every answer that they needed late. You uh, you had a ball game like that uh, a week or so ago? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, it, it just, you're, you're with a team and all of a sudden you're not. The girls did the same thing against Platteville uh, and against Eau Claire. Uh, 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 Oshkosh, yeah. Oshkosh, yep. Oshkosh and Whitewater. Mm -hmm. It was it was nip and tuck, tied, and all of a sudden Whitewater ran away from it. Yeah, that was the case. And so, again, it's a, a big win for this men's team, and, and they need to really kind of use this to propel themselves forward. And now they got a really good chance against a ranked team in River Falls. Granted, you're on the road, but it's another rivalry game. It's a close distance. It's the second closest school to you. It's not a long trip for you, so it's plenty of uh, opportunity, I guess, for you to go out and get a chance to beat River Falls as well. And so um, this could be end, ended up being a really good week for the Blue Devils um, here when all said and done. Can we talk about Isaac Elliott's 5 of 10 from the field, 10 of 10 from the free throw line? 21 points. Just an outstanding night for Isaac. 
And granted, most of those free throws came late in the second half, but uh, <laughs> you make 10 of 10, that ain't too bad. Yeah, they certainly did all that they needed to do here tonight. We went over the scores. If you want any of the other scores from around the league, go to yaxsports.com to check those out. Again, our next stout broadcast, we're going to have a doubleheader on Saturday as well. We'll have the uh, women's game here from Johnson Fieldhouse, a 2.45 pregame start tip at 3 o'clock. Then we'll head right out to the new arena at River Falls. We'll take, bring you the men's game. I'll be on the call for that one. That'll be a 4.45 pregame or whenever this uh, the women's game gets done, basically, a tip around 5 o'clock. For that one, again, we got great coverage of all different kinds of sports this uh, tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We got AFC NFC Championship game coming up on Sunday as well. Pre-game for that starts at one o'clock, so there are plenty, plenty of things for you to hear throughout the evenings here on uh, News Talk WMEQ AM 880 Menominee, Translator W292 EG 106.3 FM Eau Claire. On WMEQ.com and, of course, the iHeartRadio app, we will get these games posted up to the iHeartRadio app and to the podcast channel as quickly as I can tonight. Maybe I'll go to sleep first. I don't yeah. know. Maybe we'll do it in the morning. Um, but nonetheless, uh, we'll get them up there so you can listen back to both games. Again, the women's game didn't go the Blue Devils' way. 94-62 to win for Eau Claire over Stout on the women's side. But the men pick up a 65-51 to win over the Blue Golds tonight. Jake? Uh, take us uh, oh, oh, yeah, hey, right, comes, right Eddie, as you think we got Eddie, Eddie Anders uh, to he join may, us here he on the may not, he may not be early he may not be, <laughs> may but be he's late. not going to be late appreciate uh, Eddie Anders joining us and, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about it and, uh, coach I thought the you know you back and forth the whole way but then that 13-0 run you guys go on there in the second half the ball game tied at 37 and now you're up 50 to 37 it was over a stretch of time too you guys had to come up with some big defensive plays during that time and that was the kind of ball game it was. It was just a physical game that you guys had to really buckle down defensively. You know, I think when you look at the game, we executed really well on both sides of the ball. Both, both ends of the floor, I thought we did some really good stuff. You know, as we talked about in the pregame, you know, records don't matter. You've just got to come out and execute. And obviously, Duff was our number one uh, look at. And then uh, Beekelman. Was, uh, De- is it Deekelman? Yeah. Deekelman was our number two guy. And I don't know what they finished with, but it was. I know they had six points at halftime. And we felt that was the key to the game is it makes somebody else beat us. And, you know, a couple other guys hit some shots. They hit some shots late. But you got to take people away. And I thought we did a nice job of taking them away. Athleticism, Eddie. Athleticism was awesome and on the line tonight. Well, you know, again, if you look at us, again, I thought we executed defensively. I thought we did a lot of really good things defensively. And, again, Eau Claire's a good basketball team. And they're going to win their share of games even down the stretch here. They're going to win. And I'm telling you, as you know, it's a great league, and, and you've got to grab the ones that you can grab. And we just needed to win. You know, our kids, you know, you know, I, I like to think I'm a really good motivator, but, you know, the win, if the losses start piling up, what happens is, is, is it, it kind of falls on some deaf ears after a while. And our guys have been great. You know, uh, they, 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 don't look at, they don't look at what's going on. They look at what's happening today. And I think what happened today was pretty special. Yeah, they fought well. You did end up holding uh, Duff and Dekelman, I think, to a total of 13 points between the two of them. Those, wow. are, the, those are the league's top two scores right the there. The top so that, two scores. I that, thought that was a key. Yeah, that a, was a, a big point as well. It, it didn't need to shoot the three-point ball tonight. I mean, you got to add everything else going for you. And, and, and that's kind of a nice luxury when you go one of eight from three-point land and still win by as much as you did. The... Uh, you know, we obviously, uh, in scouting Eau Claire, we saw that they, they play behind the post. 
you don't want to play behind the post with us because we like the post and we touch the post. And when, when we touch the post, we don't have to score in there, but it compresses the defense. So we work really hard at touching the post. And we, you know, and we keep a stat, which will be you know, released tomorrow on to post touches because we want 50, 60 post touches in there. Now, again, I don't know how many we had, but we had a lot. Is there a tougher kid in this league than Sam Mortman? I'll tell you, Sam is really, you know, I'm going to tell you right now, Sam Ortman's really tough. Zach Dahl's really tough. You know, we've got some guys that are bruisers, and, you know, they're tired of being knocked around, so they want to do some knocking. And that's what you saw tonight is they did some knocking. And, you know, the weight program has been good for those guys. Sam, obviously, you can tell he's got some pipes on him now. And, again, it's just a matter of, you know, these games, I thought, like, down the stretch, Eau Claire was banging us pretty good. Officials were kind of letting them play. I think that's a subconscious thing where they're behind. Not that they want Eau Claire to win, I'm not saying, but they kind of, well, well, we'll let it go a little bit. And I thought they, they banged us pretty good, and we kind of we kind of overcame right that. In other words, it. we they banged a couple threes, and then they banged a two, and we had a timeout, and we kind of refocused, and all of a sudden we banged back. And once we started banging back, then the game was over. So... But again, what a great win. As you guys know, beating Eau Claire, we can all talk. You know, Pete, we talked before the thing, and I, I tell our kids I don't I don't really get into the rivalry. I don't get into all that because I think there's not a lot of value in that. But, boy, it sure is fun, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. How about Definitely those Blue is. Devils? Definitely How about those is. Blue Devils? Definitely is. And uh, now a great chance get against River Falls on Saturday. There's more opportunities right in front more of you. More challenges right in front of us. <laughs> Boys, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. And I need win. you guys to officiate a little bit more. When I ask you about the call, you got to kind of jump in and say, I think he traveled. You guys right? got to give me a different shirt, I guess. <laughs> okay. There you go. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Eddie <laughs> Anders here joining us on the postgame show. Special thanks to him for joining us as well. And as we say, the Blue Devils win 65-51 to here over Eau Claire. And uh, the women uh, losing tonight 94-62 to to Eau Claire. So a split of the doubleheader. Jake. Good luck in next week, kid. Thank you, thank you sir. We'll Good luck see, to you. We'll see you in two. That's for right. sure. Tonight's game has been brought to you by Bob and C's BP Gamma Gold Shops. The pregame, halftime, postgame, and coaches interview by Bob and Steve's, by 24-7 Telecom and West Wisconsin Telecom, by Brimmer Bank of Menominee, Dunn Energy, Great America Fireplace, and Northtown Ford, Royal Credit Union here in Menominee, Ted's Pizza, Wisconsin Credit Union, and thanks to Dan Price. Long day, long hat plan. Two games? Yeah, we're used to that. You're used to that, too, are we? Final scores again, stout women lose, stout men win. Good night, Luther. Good night, Hansi. Good night and God bless. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.